0: Hey there, Fat Guy Forum fans. This is Gourmet with a quick note before we get the episode started. I have something exciting to tell you about. We have launched the Fat Guy Forum Patreon. That's right. You can now become a monthly supporter of the show for just a few dollars, less than a cup of coffee a month. You can support keeping these amazing dude stories coming to you. And there's even a bonus at one of the tiers that I think is going to be very exciting. I have some great ideas to come to as we develop this, but I wanted to get it launched and in your hands. So if you enjoy what you hear on this show and you want to help me to keep it coming to you, please go over to that link in the show notes. And that is patreon.com slash keto. Thank you so much, my friends. And on to the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fat Eye Forum. This is your host Gourmet, and I am very excited to have with me tonight someone who I have possibly known, one of the people I've known definitely the longest um, that, that's coming on the show. Um, this, this guest and I have been connected for almost nine years now and his name is Jess Parika. Jess, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. How about you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like I told you, I just got home from work. So I'm, I'm excited to talk and relax a little bit and, and let you drive the bus. So in that vein, we're going to get started and get right into it, man, with that first question. Tell us, Jess, what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum?
1: Yeah, so I'll start, you know, uh, take you back, uh, you know, way back here. I've been uh, obese uh, ever since the age of six. Um, I can remember pictures, you know, growing up, where my parents have snapped of me uh, sitting in the uh, dining room of our house growing up, and I have a whole loaf of bread, French bread, Italian bread, in my hands, taking a big, big chunk out of it. Um, and that would just stem from, you know, going from there up until my, you know, elementary years um being bullied being made fun of um i would put on the weight um and through my you know junior high high school and a lot of it was if i i think the reason why i didn't balloon up like so you know so large during my at least my you know um maybe from 13 to 18 is because i was you know act active and playing sports um if it wasn't you know, if I wasn't playing sports, I was eating. And, you know, that's that's kind of how the, the combination, you know, worked. Um, and, you know, to kind of get you more, more current, um, you know, I would go uh, every diet under the sun. And, you know, I know, like you said, that we've known each other for a very long time and, you know, you know, Um, I think we've talked many, many times and discussed, you know, different struggles, different things that I've, you know, tried and it wasn't until, you know, October of, um, I'm sorry, February of 2017 that, um, I, I, kind of hit my rock bottom and I had gone from, you know, the 200s to 300, 350, 400. Um, you know, I can remember pretty much where, I was either in the four or fives and the highest that I had ever gotten recorded was 581 pounds. And that was in February of 2017. And I found myself in the hospital, um, suffering with ulcers on both of my legs, scared to death because, you know, not, not only did, you know, my weight, I I never really let even though my weight bothered me, of course, I never let it get to me or where I thought that it got bigger than me, where I couldn't, like, I didn't think that I was able to, you know, handle it or take care of it. But being in the hospital and excruciating pain with everything that was going on, um, I got scared and, um, you know, I looked at my wife and the, uh, doctor that was on staff that night at the hospital in the emergency room. Um, he looked at me and he said, Hey, you know, uh, We have a very good, you know, weight loss surgery program here at the hospital. Um, I really think that you should, you know, look into it. And I had always dabbled with the thought of doing weight loss surgery. Um, I I had my doubts, I had my, you know, thoughts of, you know, I should be able to do this, you know, without that, you know, Um, but the fact of the matter was is that I had tried so many things so many times, um, that I I needed something. I needed a tool to kickstart, you know, what what I had always wanted to accomplish. To, you know, to beat the one thing that has beaten me my entire life, and that is, you know, obviously obesity and the weight that I had. And um, I would go through the the orientation and meeting with the the surgeon and the doctors and. At 581 pounds, they were very, very hesitant and they um, were scared to operate on me uh, being that, that weight because I was such a risk to them. And what had taken place is they kind of told me, Jess, if you want this bad enough, um, you got to get below 500 pounds before we'll operate on you. Um, so I would go through their program or support Um, I would start, you know, and, and the one diet I will admit and say that has always worked for me. Um, at least my body reacts to it. The best is no sugar, no grains. And I know that you and I have discussed that many, many times. And so I started doing that so that I would, because I wanted this so bad, I wanted it bad enough at that point in time, um, that you know i i knew i had to do something to save my life because if i didn't do something i'd either be disabled or i wouldn't be here any longer and uh so i started that no sugar no grains and i would drop just under you know the 500 pounds i would have surgery in uh october of 2017 and i would lose you know over a course you know a, a period of you know about the next year and a half two years of I'd lose over 235 pounds.
0: And can and then, we? Can, can I stop you for a second? Because yeah. there's something I want to oh, talk absolutely. with you. I, there's something I want to talk with you about that I, I don't think uh, that I've gotten into with a lot of the, the guests that I've talked to that have had surgery. That I think it would be interesting, you know, to for us to talk about for a minute. And that's the fact that you hit this point where surgery feels like the only option for you, and you start talking to the doctors about it, and their immediate reaction is okay, but if we're going to do this, you have to lose weight first. I know. And it's, so it's this idea that, like, and I've seen it before. Like, I've seen it on, like, TV shows where someone's like, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm too heavy for surgery. Like, what, what goes through your head when the, when the doctor says, you know, you, when you – because especially, like, I, I, I want to flesh out for people a little bit. Like like I said, Jess and I have known each other through the magic of the Internet, Facebook specifically, for almost nine years now and you know I was losing weight I was gaining weight you were losing weight you were gaining weight you know I felt like I feel like we have these touchstone moments you know of coming back and our lives intersecting again at the points where we're either losing or we're gaining and which is also interesting you know like February of (laughs) 2017 is also an an important month for me so I, I like that the synchronicity there but you had yeah, done all this work. Well. Uh, you've done all this yeah. work at different times and seen it, you know, done hard work and failed and done hard work and failed. And then you start to investigate this option where they say we can help, but we're going to need you to lose, you know, lose cl- cl- over 80 pounds to start. What What is that like inside of your head when you when you hear that? Um,
1: It was rough, but knowing how big I was, I... I, I you know, I was like, how, how quickly and how, you know, how quickly can I do this? And I mean, think about it. I went from February, you know, of 2017 to, you know, October, you know, um, and, I, and I had lost that, that amount of weight, you know, and, and I had my doubters. I mean, even, even close, you know, immediate family members would say to me. Why are you continuing to, you know, go under the knife and do this surgery? You just lost 80 pounds on your own. That should prove to you that you can do it. The problem, Mike, is that I had done that. If I could count how many times that I had either, you know, gained 100, lose 100, gained 100, lose 100, 100, you know, I'd be 115 right now. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, and I knew that, um, I knew because I I did, I mean, you know, there's, there's these stigmas and there's these things that are put against, you know, um, surgery and, and and I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I had those same beliefs in my head at certain times where, you know, I don't want to be labeled the person that takes the, you know, easy way out. And, you know, is that, you know, because I always look at, and, th- and that's going to, you know, segue into later on, I'm sure questions that you ask me and just the, our discussion tonight is the, you know, the transfer. I, I always had a problem with fixing what's above the shoulders. And. I knew that, you know, surgery was not the 100% definite answer of doing that, but I was hoping that it would give me some sort of hope to to go forward that if I had a tool that the tool could help me and prolong some sort of time frame that I could finally get the mind fixed to do what I need to do.
0: So you have the surgery, like you said, and we jump forward a year, year and a half into it, and you're you're down to over 235 pounds.
1: Uh, yeah, I had, I had lost 235 pounds. And then your, your, your buddy, uh, everyone's friend right now, COVID in 2020 hit. And I don't wanna use that as an excuse, but hey, let's all give each other a free pass that I'm sure a lot of people struggled in the year 2020. And, you know, and, and for me, I would be, you know, I, I had to adjust, you know, working from home and it was something that I just was not prepared for because I had a routine. So now I'm home and I am, I am accessible to the pantry. I'm accessible to the fridge, my own fridge, not a fridge at work where I would bring, you know, uh specific items you know to work where i was on my regimen i was on my program i was doing what needed to be done now i can you know go to the the fridge or go to the pantry you know six seven eight nine ten twelve times a day and um i'd find myself just getting back into old habits again and the surgery you know and yeah, it 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 does what it does and it's the tool um but i mean you know and, and people people try to have this conversation with me well you know your stomach's not as big and you can't you know and I'm like well over time things do change and you know the the, the the stomach the body everything changes the difference is you know where I was you know I may not I may only eat two Oreos but if I eat a whole pack I you know I can't eat a whole package of Oreos in one sitting but if I'm going to the pantry or I'm going to the fridge you know and, or, and grabbing two Oreos, you know, every time that I pass by it, at the end of the day, I've ate a whole package of Oreos again. You know, so, and, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, it was things like that. And then, you know, I, I had, and, and if I get emotional on you, I'm very, very sorry, but I am an emotional guy. Um, and, you know, I had these, you know, and I've, I, in, in, in my forty-two years, I've never had reoccurring dreams. I mean, I've had similar dreams, but not reoccurring dreams. And, um, like, uh, I want to say, like, October of just this, you know, past year, twenty twenty, I started having these dreams where my kids were um because i had put back on like 100 pounds and then almost 100 pounds in the year 2020 so i got down to like 346 and i went up to 440. so now i was back at 440 and i was like oh my god man jess you I, i i'm i'm gonna lose it again i'm gonna lose everything that you know that i had done and and then i got back to these you know the mind's not right type you know situation the mind's not right the mind's not right but Um, you know, and I'm not saying that I had another rock bottom moment, but I had these reoccurring dreams where my children, I have two girls were talking in these dreams, um, telling me about their lives and their activities and what they were doing, but in a way that I was not there. So think about it like this, like in my dream, I'm hearing, you know, uh, daddy, you know, I, I, uh, rode the bike without training wheels for the first time today i know you didn't get to see it but it's like they were writing a letter to me and i was six feet under oh my god man i couldn't take it i could not take it and after having the second one like that um, I mean, it was like, you know, a a smoker quitting, you know, cold turkey for cigarettes or an alcoholic quitting. I mean, I just I flipped the switch and I said, you know what? Um, I got to do something. And I knew that I had done no sugar, no grains before. And it worked. But I wanted to and I know I wanted to do something where I had to research. I had to fix fix the mind while doing it. And I chose keto and you know, I know you're a big, you know, supporter of that. And, um, you know, I know the fat guy forum has never been, you know, a a keto type podcast, but that's just been my journey this time around. And I'm not even calling it a journey. This is a complete lifestyle change for me. Um, I'm fixing the mind now because the mind got so, so distorted that it needed fixing. And, and that's, that's my plane, man. That's, that's my, that's where I'm at right now. And, um, you would think that my girls and my wife would have made me, you know, fix, you know, that would have been motivation in the past to fix things. But, you know, I'm, I know I'm talking a lot and I apologize, but, um, you know, I, I have this saying, and it's a quote that I came up with many years ago, and I'm finally living the quote. And that is, To stop making life the excuse and make life the reason. And everyone can say that life gets in the way. Oh, you know, life jacked this up. I couldn't do this. Oh, I couldn't get to the gym because life got in the way. Oh, I ate bad because life got in the way. And I'm not saying that you're not going to be perfect 100% of the time, every single day and every hour of the day. But when you wake up and you start realizing that, all the excuses that you made you've run out your your tank is empty and you don't have anymore or when you finally can wake up and realize that the excuses that you're making up are just lies to continue the excuses that's when the light bulb went off for me and where i stopped saying to myself that i'm not using life as an excuse things are going to happen no matter what the the what ifs the what if i did this right this way what if i did it this way Um, No, it's about making life the reason. And, and that has really truly changed the way that I go about, you know, living from, you know, that day forward. And on, you know, November 30th, I would start keto. So I'm a little over two months into it. And and, um, of that 90 something pounds that I gained back almost a hundred pounds, I've dropped 50 of it in two months. So and I know that I got to continue this and I know I'm going to keep going. But the difference is and man, you know, in our friendship and yes, you know, one day we're going to meet face to face and dude, I am going to hug you like you wouldn't believe because you've always preached to me. You've always preached to me about um, something that I just could never understand and get it through my head from before. And that was that you have to. You have to be patient when things aren't happening. I've always been the, I need it right now. I want it right now. If I'm doing all this hard work and the scale's not moving, then forget it, screw it. I'm done with it. And and, and I would let that derail me like you wouldn't believe. Um, I'm not doing that anymore. You know, I'm understanding that if I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm tracking, if I'm watching what I'm doing, and then I, I understand... That when I may try a new food and it affects me, you know, this way or a certain way that um, I, I, I shy away. I, I don't eat th- that type of food anymore. Um, and things are going to work themselves out. And then it, it's, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to take time. I'm not racing against a number or racing a clock right now. I'm just being fully committed to what I'm doing. And I have no timetable now where in the past I had so much timetable of where, no, this is just the new me going forward. This is how it's going to be. And this is how I'm going to live the rest of the time that I have remaining here.
0: So a few tech difficulties, but we're back. And, and Jess, I was starting to ask you about last year, you, you had come so far, you know, using this, the, the, the weight loss surgery tool, you had lost the weight, had the surgery Got down 235 pounds, and then had your the circumstances of life change, which I think a lot of us can relate to. I went through it myself, and started to see the weight coming back on. And what I I'm just curious about too, because I, I feel like you're you're one of those people that I know is is really open with with your feelings. And do you think those dreams were kind of a manifestation of your fear of what you were seeing happen? Like you had done this. Taking this measure that most would consider pretty extreme you know having surgery you know what you know anytime we have surgery it's an extreme measure and you had done this really to kind of commit to making change and you were seeing it go away like do you do you think that was what was manifesting in those dreams like where where do you where was your head at when all this was happening
1: um i was i was uh I was at a point in time, like at that particular time, I'm not saying things were bad or anything. It's just, I knew that I had been putting back on weight. I wasn't, I wasn't getting on the scale. Um, and uh, we, we were not preparing any food. I was ordering out on the daily daily you know, your Uber, your, your, you know, any of the delivery services that you could think of. And I was just in this, I was in this spiral of just going back to things that I had done in the past. And I, I was, you know, seeing this all in front of me. I mean, like an out of body type experience. I, I, I don't know, Mike. I mean, it, it, I, I will be honest with you. Um, it really I guess I was looking for secretly I was looking for another like some sort of sign and another wake-up call and <laughs> I don't know how much more you can get than that. And I I think I need I needed something to to break whatever funk you know that I was in. Um all this, this spiral whatever and um You know, and I I think I was, you know, in some aspects asking for that, you know, and and for, you know, somehow to be shown that, you know, and I I didn't want, I kept on having these, you know, where in my head and and I would say it to my wife and have conversations with my wife where uh, this is all for nothing. I did this all for nothing. And I know that you can remember you know, I went through some, you know, financial hardship. And when, when I um, was having my surgery, you know, I, I, I reached out to the whole community and everybody that knew me and said, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with guys. And if I, you know, need to get this done, you know, I, I, I needed help with the, at that point in time, I needed help with the um deductible that it would need for in order for me to have the surgery and i put i i did a gofundme page and i'm not for against gofundme pages it's just what i had done at that point in time to, to try to get you know some help for it everyone came to my rescue in that i've held that close to me and i always remembered saying in my updates and people helping me, I'm not going to let you down. I'm not going to let my wife down. I'm not going to let my kids down. But most importantly, I'm not going to let myself down. And I felt bad that those individuals stopped for a moment to provide my, you know, a, a, um, a commitment to me in order to get it done And that I was not only failing on myself, but I was failing on everyone that had given that had given me that precious opportunity to, to move forward with that. And I was looking for some sort of sign. And the sign that came to me was my, my two girls again, out of all people that could have done it, it could have been, you know, I lost my dad to pancreatic cancer in 2008. He could have came to me in my dream and I would have stopped dead. And the the next day as well, if he would have said, Jess, you know, you're, you know, And and, in a dream, let's say, I mean, I was just, I was looking for something that I, that I needed that I wasn't able to give myself in, you know, my waking hours. I just, you know, and it, it hit me and I'm glad it did. And I'm just using that as the, you know, um, another, you know, another wake up call. You know, it, it, it woke me up, man. It, 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 and not only, it not only woke me up. I mean, I can say that the, uh, ulcers on my legs was my rock bottom and definitely a wake up call. And that woke me up, but having my girls do what they did in the dreams that I had, that wasn't just waking me up that shook me. Um, and that was the difference, you know, this, this, this time. Sure. Man. and, and,
0: I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know, especially like I, I hear you talking about, you know, that sense of responsibility and feeling that. Like I remember when when I had hit, you know, my fortieth birthday in twenty thirteen and hit two hundred and ten pounds from five forty and had my fortieth birthday and saw all these people that I hadn't seen probably in like four or five years there. And they all basically were like, We're so happy that you're alive. We were worried that you weren't gonna be alive. You know, you have this crushing sense of emotion of, like, all of these people, all of us, like, breathing a sigh of relief with you. And then to see that go away, like, I, I felt a lot of shame over that, like, and I felt a lot of, like, I didn't deserve those people in my life, because look what I had done with with what they had kind of put out there towards me. And w- what I'm wondering, Jess, and, and, and I, it's okay, I, I think, to not have a clear answer on this yet, but I'm wondering hearing you talk about, you know, getting, you know, the having that, uh, that second wake up call on that, that being shook this time by it. What do you think you need to do to stay awake? If that makes sense? Like, what do you need to do to not go back to that place of, of just letting those behaviors come back and, and allowing those patterns to repeat so that you don't need another wake up call? Does that make, does that question make sense?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, and I will contribute, contribute it to right now and going forward that there's been so many times over and over where I've pleaded and asked for help and I've gotten it. And this time around, I'm being involved with wanting to help others. That is my calling. That's my goal right now. That is my, that, is my path and and what I am incorporating it into this time, because as an example for you and I to connect like we did, there's another Jess out there that needs that, and he may not know how to do it or how to get there, and I want to be able to help that individual, and if I just help one person, then I I that's all I need. That's all that I need and it's not it's, you know the accolades or anything it's not the you know it's my gratitude giving back to everyone that has given to me and i think this all when you when you put the puzzle together and you paint all this picture together i think that's how it makes sense and cuz let let me ask you it this way um you can have many friends you can have many family and you can know that you're loved and that you have so many people battling for you and that are in your corner. And with all that, and you can have a wife and you can have kids, but you can still wake up every day and feel alone, if that makes any sense. And I've had that. And I'm not saying that I ever, ever, ever wanted to, you know, um, hurt myself or do anything like that no um i mean there was a time that it was around the first of the year you know it was like uh, yeah around i mean um i uh i had like a moment where i like i left my house and i didn't come home for almost you know it was over like 24 hours and i had like went complete cold turkey on everybody as far as every social media platform people reaching out to me, call my phone, call my brother's phone, call my wife's phone. Um, I had had one of those like total mental breakdowns where I just needed to get away from every single thing. And, uh, you know, that had nothing to do like where I was struggling with my weight loss at that time. That was just like life and, and financial issues and, I mean, all of this other stuff. And you know what's crazy when I go back and I think about it? it that, something like that and i went through all that it, that didn't like that didn't roll anything that I, of my su- successful you know uh, my weight loss at that point in time It didn't jar it i was still on a roll with my weight loss i was still on point with that but i go back and i look at like h- how how do i correlate that with like things that did You know, so I'm going back and I'm looking at the patterns. I'm looking at the situations where the things that that trigger me to want to go and eat wrong and to do the things to to move away from that. Um, Is it financial reasons that, you know, um, make me fall into my habits of wanting to eat? No, I think it was I think a lot of it has to do with boredom not having things in my life and things able to do. I kind of cor- uh, put that together with 2020 and having to stay home in my house. I wasn't going to work. I didn't, ha- I, I didn't have, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't able to be active. Like when I had started losing the weight, you know, a- with the surgery and everything, I mean, I was, I was out of the house, you know, doing everything that I could do. I was, you know, golfing like crazy. Like you, you wouldn't believe. Um, I mean, you know, I picked up the game of golf and and, and I, you know, so I had, I had things to look forward to when 2020 hit, I noticed that when, you know, it's like that whole, like me saying, you know, trying to use the excuse of life got in the way. That's the things that I need to fix. And I need to recognize that as I move forward and go forward with this, because, you know, who's to say, and, and, you know, God forbid me for saying this, but I mean, when when the next pandemic and the next thing happens how am i going to you know overcome that situation too i can't keep using these excuses as to why i i you know continue to have this so um but i i also try to say to myself what i don't have an answer for you to say what what is it going to take for Jess to be successful you know what I mean? And, and it's not because I'm like, because I, the difference now is I could probably have answered that question to, you know, two years ago, what is it going to take for just to be successful and gave you one of these, like, you know, cheese ball type, you know, answers that you hear from everyone else that tries to like give an answer of, oh, this is success. This is what success means. I'm not doing that anymore. I mean, yeah, I can give you the cliche type answers and we can go forward with that. But I'm not going to do that. All I'm going to say, and I'm saying to myself, is that if I just, you know, if I work hard, you know, stay consistent and be patient, it's going to work itself out. And and I I am truly believing, you know, that statement.
0: And I completely, I, I, I think... There's a lot of times where, you know, you t- I've talked to a lot of people and even have used it myself, and I think a lot of us have been, you know, 2020 was a year none of us could have expected, and circumstances no one could have expected, and, you know, there in a lot of ways, a lot of us retreated to old behaviors that we realized were, were not healthy during that time and, and did things that we're not happy with. But the reality is, like, and we know this by looking at statistics, it's not like up until 2020... America in general and the world in general was on a great course when it came to to health and weight issues. You know, they they didn't all magically appear in twenty twenty. You know, for a lot of people, you know, there were challenges and coping things we needed to cope with that were different, but we still had those challenges beforehand. We were still, like you were saying, letting life letting life get in the way of of the things we felt like we wanted to do. And instead of controlling what we could control Trying to allow, I, I think it's, what, what am I, how am I, how, I'm trying to phrase this so that I don't upset and offend people, but I think the pandemic is is a great excuse for a lot of us, you know, for a lot of people. And I, I, I own that myself that I use it at times, but it's not the real reason why things have happened for people, why we've all gone back into old behaviors or why we allowed old foods that we took off the plate back on our plate and things along those lines. I think it was a convenient thing. You know, it was almost in some ways, it, it felt good because like everyone was starting to talk, you know, the, the COVID-19 jokes became like, it's not just COVID-19, but it's gaining the COVID-19. Like exactly, it became this thing where it was like, aha, I have an excuse. You know, I don't just, you know, I don't just have like the, my normal reasons. I have a real reason now. Like I have something that everyone else is blaming too. Let me use that. And well, lemme, and that
1: it, and that was it it was that it, it um, you were hearing everyone else say it
0: so it made it okay for sure. and that's and the thing yeah. is like I go back to this and it's it's one of the things that you know I discovered a few years ago was this this path of, of, of reading about stoic philosophy and stoicism and the idea that we there's only some things that we and of course now it's late at night and there's a plane flying right above me as I'm talking. It wouldn't be the fat guy for him without a plane showing up, but it always happens. It always happens. And maybe there'll be a bird soon, but and dog sparking is another, another trademark, but we, we, it goes back to this thing where it's something I know I identify with. And I I think that on some levels you will too. It's like, we love to abdicate responsibility for our behaviors. Like it's, it, it makes it easier when we can have something else to blame instead of saying, no, I, I started to make the choices that I wanted to make for because they felt good, or it gave me that hit that I wanted, or it gave me that return to comfort, or it gave me that escape from things that I wanted to escape from, and instead of saying, these are choices that I made that I allowed to be influenced by circumstances, and I'm not saying a lot of bad shit didn't happen to all of us this past year. like. I had like you know, had two different careers that I was working on taken from me, like outside of my control. That's completely, you know, happened. And I allowed that to be a, something that I wallowed in for a while. And I'm not saying that I, I, I discount that what everyone's been to and the hardship and, you know, people have been, and there are people that have had it way worse than I've had it, you know, and I, I think at the end of the day though, there's, there needs to be some honesty, you know, and that's what you're talking about, you know, that, no matter what happens in life, there's always, like, and I started saying this to people, like, there's always going to be another pandemic. There's always going to be another reason. And until you rise above those things and start to realize that, you know, that you have to control what you can and you have to work on letting go of the things that you can't, you're not going to see real lasting progress. And so I, I think that's a, it's a hard thing to work on. Like, and you and I both know, you know, we've known each other, you know, going on near a decade. And if we were then to if we were to sit here if this was a visual podcast I, you know I, I could have said so Jess let, let's do this fun thing let's chart where our weights have been over the past nine years you know and, and we'd have some we'd have some fun graphs to look at that would look like a great roller coaster to ride uh, in terms of ups and downs like there's no you know it's not one straight through line or anything along those lines you and I both know that gaining weight and losing weight can be things that we're great at. And it's about working on the things that affect the in-between that needs to really be in focus in order to allow that graph to start to smooth out finally and start to really kind of reach the place that we want it to get to.
1: Amen to that. Yeah,
0: 100%. So, and, and the funny thing is like, you know, your 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 slogan that you, you I, I think is important and powerful. I, I think I still, I, I know I still have the shirt. Um that I that I won from a giveaway you did years ago. Um, I, I think I wore it when I went on a walk the other day. Uh, you know, I keep it around because I like to have it reminding me of, of you know, the power in some of those words. And l- I want to talk a little bit, Jess, about the the changes you're making, not just in terms of working on the the, the mindset side of things, but you know, in terms of changing, Because I do think there's some power in terms of food choice, in terms of having this effect in helping some of us like deal with the physical side of our food addictions and our our issues with food. So you've come into this place where you're now, you know, you're going a little over two months, you know, working through using the ketogenic diet, you know, a ketogenic way of eating, lifestyle, whatever word we want to use. What have been the the big changes you've noticed uh, for yourself as you've really gotten into it?
1: Um, I'm uh, so, so one thing that I've noticed like right off the bat is I very weirdly, I sleep so much better now. I don't know. I don't know if that's just because I'm putting, you know, uh, good foods or eating, you know, a lot, uh, you know, I, I'm staying away from the processed foods as much as possible. Um. I've never been one to be in the kitchen. I always wanted it easy. Well, I've switched that rule around, and I'm actually having fun with it because now I'm actually making, making things that I never ever would have imagined before. You know, of making, um, you know, and and yeah, there's these you know like the 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 little things you know. Let's let's call it the where you pick up and the difference is like yeah, no sugar, no grains is kind of you know somewhat on the same let's say in the same neighborhood of of keto it has a lot of you know similarities but what i notice is that and i'm glad that there is the craze and everything and there's been this big jump in the you know uh the the keto world because it has given me so many ideas and things to do that i that that i didn't have before so it that that has been something that has 100 you know helped me you know even watching you know your page and seeing the things that you know you've done and the meals that you've made and i'm like man that looks so good i want to try you know that or how can i do something to incorporate that um that has been a big plus in this um but as far as to go back on your true question you know of of the changes the sleeping my sleeping habits my getting up in the morning and getting myself ready i have more of this energy and it's a different type of energy it's a very different a different feeling um i don't get tired as easily you know throughout the day uh, i was finding myself you know sitting on the couch and after 20 minutes uh, i i would doze off and fall asleep i haven't done that in these last two months i've not i've not done that I've had routine. I go to bed on time. I get a good, at least, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep, you know, each night, which I know has contributed, you know, um, to, you know, to my weight loss. I just, man, it's that, it's that alive feeling. I I, I really don't know how to explain it, Mike. And, and I, you know, and, and answering your question fully, but I mean the changes you know that I see you know um you know I mean let's let's do real talk I'll be honest with you my bathroom moments are completely different than some of the way that I was eating you know in the past that that has gotten better for me you know so my diet you know digestive type you know system that you know just you know good things in and it's gonna treat you good you know the other way i mean and and i i truly believe that i don't know that i ever really you know put that together before i guess i always knew it i just never was like this is how i'm gonna practice and this is how this is how i'm going to incorporate you know doing these things you know um the rest of my life going forward and i guess i always thought that i would and the difference is is that I had the weight loss surgery and I was eating great, no, no sugar, no grains. Then I got a little off of the no sugar, no grains type, you know, lifestyle because I figured, you know, I, I, I kind of cheated myself. Yeah. I have this tool so I can kind of, I can start eating, going back to eating the, you know, not depriving myself and eating the foods that I was eating before. I'm just not going to eat as much of them. So I'm not going to gain the weight like I did before. But then there's no tracking involved and I wasn't, I, I wasn't being true to myself in those moments and really paying attention to what I was doing to myself again. And, you know, now w- with the, keto, you know, doing this ketogenic lifestyle, I, it's um, the most sub- sustainable diet if you want to call it diet, or even just lifestyle change that I have ever, that I've ever done. It's been the funnest. I don't, there's nothing right now in my head that says I'm going to run out of, you know, this feeling that I have and this appreciation that I have for it and what I'm, and what, you know, it's accomplishing for me. And it's not even about it being, you know, when I really stop and I think about it, it's not even really about it being, you know, um the keto way if you want to call it it's more about it just being you know that i'm i'm not doing you know dumb shit anymore i'm doing the right thing you know and i and 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 it took me to believe that for me to achieve it i guess is what you know and um i'm just having fun man and 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 that's what it's all about and and you know and and you got, you know, there's gonna be ups and downs, there's gonna be hurdles and you know, battles that you got to go through. Um, but man, you know, you're only you only get to live this and you only get to do it once. And I'm gonna try to like have as much fun as I can while I'm doing it,
0: which, which I think is is awesome, man, to have that mindfulness and awareness of how you're feeling and, and how the choices you're making are affecting energy and you know, all of those different pieces. like. What, what do you think are the are the things that you need to have in place to keep that momentum going for you, so that the the old the place of old comfort and the the places you know the the place that takes you back to Jess at at five hundred and eighty pounds, you know, prevents you from going back to that mindset. Like, what do you think? Are the, are the habits and the tools that you need to to build up and, and to strengthen to keep you going on this track?
1: Um, you know, I, I, I kind of touched on, you know, a little bit earlier, but it's really, uh, it, consistency for me is key. Um, you know, being involved in something that I truly believe in, you know, getting involved in some of the, the, the groups there you know, out on, you know, uh, social media within, you know, particularly, you know, Instagram connecting with some truly amazing people that I have in the last two months and continuing to grow that family for me. Um, because I fuel that that's my fuel, I, I, you know, support, support for me is key more than anything. And, you know, when, when that goes away, that's when I get in my down type, you know, just my, my mind goes array and, 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 I start falling into, you know, bad habits again. So just staying involved, knowing that I'm helping, you know, people or at least inspiring to maybe help someone. And, and I mean, just in two months alone, straight, you know, strangers, and we're all strangers to each other. I mean, for the ones that, you know, we haven't met and we just know each other through, you know, um, you know, social media, but for someone to reach out and want your help and ask you, you know, questions because you, they, 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 I, I just, I, I get a rush off of that. And it's not a, it's not a, you know, a cocky type. I, I don't know how to explain it really. I mean, it's not, it's, it's more of a, um, as I was saying before, i've always been the one to ask for help and i've never felt even though i know that i i have because people have told me i'm now really truly believing that i can help others where i never you know i i didn't necessarily not that i didn't think it i don't i didn't i'm believing it now where i don't think i believed it in the past and i think that's a huge difference you know, um, for me right now, because I really think that I can, my story, I'm truly believing that my story and all of my sacrifices and everything is going to put me in the spot, you know, to get, get, continue to get to the place, you know, where I want to be and where that place is. There's no, like I said, timetable on that. It's just continuing to do the right things that I'm doing right now.
0: So let's, let's talk about that. Just like going forward now into 2021, you know, where it's February when we're recording. What, what, what are you looking forward to now for this year?
1: Uh, a full, a full commitment to myself a full commitment. I've made a full commitment of myself to go from 1130 of 2020 to 1130 of 2021 and doing that full year commitment and then reevaluating where I'm at at that point in time. Um, and if I got to make the, you know, make huge adjustments, huge changes, you know, um, then I will, I don't think that it's probably gonna you know go that way. I just the uh, you know stay staying focused i I want a lot of things Mike I mean, and, and it, you know it's hard to it's hard like i know I know a lot of people say it that way and um but it's crazy you know the things that the things that I want are a lot different than I think most people that are going on a weight loss journey and what they want if that's if that's weird or able to be understood in in any way and um i guess to maybe um shed more more light on that a lot of people wake up and they say i'm gonna have i'm gonna lose weight to be healthy i'm going to lose weight because i want to fit into a you know this bikini um this swimsuit Uh, i want to have six pack abs i want to have you know um those yeah those are all i mean i want all those things maybe not necessarily to fit into a bikini but (laughs) but you know i do want all those things but what i want is I posted something like even on my Instagram today, where looking at a picture of my wife and I and our two kids, because for those that don't know, my wife also had weight loss surgery. We had it in back to back months. So it's been teamwork between and struggles for both of us. And yeah, I have I used to look at, there, there's a picture of us, It's we're side by side with each other. It's two different sets of vacations a year apart and i can look at the one and i see us as a fat married couple that to go on vacation with our two girls was such a excuse my language fucking chore i hated it with a passion and you know it sucked and it was you know hard work and it was just you know awful to looking at another picture and not seeing where I would look before and see, oh man, look at the difference in the weight loss and blah blah blah. No, I look at it now as, you know, l- look at this and and these memories and re- and remembering how much more fun. Look at the smile on our faces compared to, th- that's a ha- that's that is a happy, m- married. Not that we're not a happy married couple, but that's just that we're on vacation and we're happy about it Uh, that's what i want out of all this not about just vacation in general but i just i i you know i want i you know i want that i I mean it's not you know like the sprinkles and rainbows and all that type of stuff i don't mean it like that but i I, you know it's the it's just it's seeing the differences that the mind has changed not just the damn body um and that that's what i am that that's how that's how i am going about this you know for this next year is i'm just truly um you know reformulating you know i'm 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 being the scientist and you know and i'm i'm in my lab and i'm i'm I'm, I'm fixing what's above the shoulders this year. That's, that's, you know, I'm, I'm getting that, I'm finally getting that figured out and I'm getting it figured out by truly paying attention. And it's the whole, you know, um, entrepreneur. And if you want to succeed with, and, and be a billionaire, then you go and you follow billionaires um i always had this and this is no lie and in years past not that i was never like this bad guy and like even having discussions with you but i always had this arrogant like you know i'm gonna be this famous youtuber i'm gonna be this famous instagrammer that has all these you know millions of you know uh uh, followers and and, you know, everyone's going to love me and everyone's going to, you know, I'm going to be so famous and I'm going to make so much money off of this. Do you know, I had those types of, of thoughts and it, and it, I go back look and I look at it now and it truly pisses me off because there was no way that thinking that way was ever going to fix what I what I truly want in life, you know, right now. And I don't know if that was me being young and dumb and stupid and just thinking that, you know, I could, you know, rule the world, you know, that way, or, you know, I could go on a, you know, on a TV show and be a semi-finalist on ABC's extreme. And I would get on TV and that would make me, you know, famous. I, 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 I wanted this fame and facade type fucking bullshit. And it really, you know, truly like pissed me off. And, 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 and none of that was going to fix the mind and where what I needed to like truly become in all this. And it's a shitty way of how I, you know, lived my life with it all. And I think that contributed to a lot of like, when I didn't think things were going right and, 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 and wanting that, um, I would give up on myself and, and, you know, uh, I I truly truly switched, you know, um, the flip the switch on that, and that's totally. I mean, I totally did a whole new account this time around, and I said I'm gonna, you know, build this organically with people that I truly like, want to connect myself with, and that have done it before me and that I am going to I'm gonna hold on to the people that you know you know yourself and many others that you know were there that I truly gained and had relationships you know with but um I wanted to open myself up to so much more that was out there and truly build true lasting friendships and not like fake phony type stuff and truly get involved in some of the groups and not think that i could start my you know my like i, I always thought i was ready to like start my own thing a long time ago i mean as you know i tried doing the whole podcasting you know myself and and um you know and it's it's the it's the jess always starts something but never truly truly you know fi- finishes it and I'm not about that life anymore. It's just not, it's not who I want to be anymore.
0: Which I, I think in the end, man, that all speaks to this idea of accessing life and accessing not just this life that you had kind of built up in your head is what you thought life should be, but accessing life for what it is and enjoying life for what it is. And, and, you know, and it goes back to your, you know, the, the off use slogan, you know, you know, you not life, not being your excuse, but life being your reason. And I, I think it really is about having a clear sight on what life means for you, you know, and what all of the, how all of those things intersect, intersect. So I think those are, those are powerful lessons and, and great things to work on. So I'm excited for the year ahead for you, man.
1: Yeah. I'm Just to say one more thing is. To add just a little bit to that, I, I want people to understand that the old me wanted to lose weight for all the wrong freaking reasons, if that makes any sense. Um, and and I, I am truly disgusted with that person, and I don't ever want to be that person again. But I think that um, me fighting against everything that that, you know, that, you know, was and that's why I was trying to get to the, you know, losing weight to fit into the bikini. Like, people will say those things. But for me, I'm I was those were the lies that I was telling because I wanted I wanted all this other I wanted all this other, you know, hoopla that was not going to be important, was not going to continue. None of that was going to help me, you know, lose weight. I just thought, you know, I'm going to lose all this weight and be, you know, this big time, you know, um, superstar. No. Now the difference is, is what I'm doing now is I want to help people. And I truly want to help people in the smallest form that I can. I'm not looking to you know, this, you know, huge thing or whatever. I'm just looking to touch people in a way that people have helped, always helped me. And then also if I can um, continue this in some way where um, I can speak to the six-year-old Jesses and get the word across to them somehow so that they don't have to go through the next, you know, 34 years like I did then then that's what I want and I want to teach my two girls to do the right things so that they don't live a life like their father did and
0: and I think that last part comes to the important piece because the reality is the internet and social media and all these things could go away tomorrow Uh, you know I I learned that lesson when Instagram deleted my page in October without reason, without warning, and just took that away. And what we're doing has to be about more even than these constructed spaces. And, you know, it has to be about the life that we're actually living every day, regardless of of what circumstances we face or what access we have. And, you know, that's just what, and and, and the thing when you talked about kind of like having the wrong reasons before and all those things. I think we all go through that. I think it's really about learning the lessons of those experiences and not letting ourselves get bogged down by them and about realizing like we can redefine our priorities. We can define what's important to us and we can understand that our path can move forward with those changes. You know, we can still achieve similar goals having them more clearly defined in our minds so that they are things that, that drive us more and give us more strength to move forward. So I I just think that that's important and powerful, man. Thank you. So Jess, if anyone out there does want to connect with you after hearing, you know, you sharing your story and your experiences, where is the the best place for them to do that?
1: The best place is on Instagram. It's where I'm the most, you know, um, active and you can find me at uh, Ruin y Keto Guy, so R N Y Keto Guy, and that is my account, you know, on uh, on Instagram.
0: Great. And Jess, I said this before we started recording. I even said, you know, it's it's possible for us to do more than one discussion, and I would love to. Excuse me. Circle back to you, you know, in November. You know, when we come to the end of, the, of your year and circle back and just see the lessons that you've now taken away 12 months into this next leg of your journey. I, I, I appreciate your openness tonight, obviously, and I'm always glad to be connected uh, to you, man.
1: Yeah, no, 100 percent, Mike. It's been an interesting uh, eight years, and um, I know before, you know, you, you moved to where you're at now. We had always said and tried to figure out how we were going to connect and and meet face to face. I've never been to uh, California, but uh, I guess I need mm-hmm. to make a reason.
0: So well, there we are. There is a keto event going on this summer, hopefully um, called Keto Palooza. So I don't know if you've seen that yet. So. There's there's going to be a ton of keto folk coming to California, um, and that'll hopefully become an annual event. So even if people can't make it this year, you know it'll happen again. So there's always and there's it's powerful when we're able to translate these relationships we built online and you know into meeting face to face. And it's it is you know I've done it many times with people, and it, it can be an incredible thing. So I know that you know no matter how long it takes us, we will eventually do that someday, man. 100%. 100%. And, Jess, <laughs> I end every episode with five questions. I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for uh, your run through them?
1: All right, man. Let's go. I'm okay. Ready.
0: So I question know. number one, Jess, living or dead, who is your favorite fat guy?
1: Ah, uh, um, John Candy.
0: I like it. That's always, that's always one of my answers, and there's too many Chris Farley lovers out there. He's fantastic, but come on. John Candy. I'm going to get I'm going to get some hate mail on that. Yeah. I always do. <laughs> question number 2, Jess, what is one lesson that being a fat guy has taught you?
1: Uh, one lesson that a fat being a fat guy has taught me. Um it, uh, You know, you you would think that a question like this would not stump somebody um let's come let's come back to that one
0: okay we we will i'm not gonna let you get away with it question number three jess you said one of the things you want to do you know is be able to talk to you know the 580 pound Jesses out there so if there is a you know the jess of of that many years ago is out there listening to this podcast and he wants to do something today to make change what is one thing he can start doing today
1: just start, Um, you know, don't, uh, don't do all this, don't do all this research, don't do all this looking, just start, start somewhere and start small. Um, I think a lot, you know, for me personally in the past is I would totally do all the research and then think that it was going to be too hard and then I would give up on it um i would say just start start small um definitely you know do your homework along along the way don't do it all up front and some people may you know want to um dispute me on that and that and that's okay um not you know it's not everyone's going to be different but that's my advice and how it's worked you know for me and that's kind of how i would um, pitch it to others is that you start small. Don't, don't just do all this research. And then it's going, you're going to like, Oh my God, I'm not, you know, and I, I'm, you're going to get distracted.
0: There we go. Question number four, Jess, what is one thing about yourself that you love? Um,
1: I love the fact that I uh, do make myself, um, vulnerable because I think it makes me real. Um, and yeah, I think it makes me real and, and, um, makes me, you know, approachable. And, and, uh, I, I, I do kind of like the fact that I don't, I don't put too many guards up. I never have. I always, and I, and I wear my emotions
0: on my sleeve. There we go. Just question number 5. What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health fitness or weight loss related?
1: Oh, um, I uh, I want to get into uh, oh. I I don't know if the, I don't know if you would make this fitness or not. Uh, if I if I make it golf related, is that fitness?
0: Uh, we'll we'll make we'll call that sports and recreation.
1: <laughs> um so my goal this year is to uh, get into a single-digit handicap in golf.
0: There we go. And just circling back, question number two, one lesson that being a fat guy has taught you?
1: Uh, one lesson that being a fat guy has taught me is that um, there is so much uh, more, more, you are so much more capable than what you might give yourself, uh, credit for. Um, and that's in all aspects of there's, you know, um, if you truly dig down deep enough in this, you know, fat and everything that you have, um, there's things that you will find that will truly, uh, amaze yourself
0: i like it man jess i just want to say a big thank you again for coming on the show sharing your experiences with my audience and i'm going to put your contact information uh, obviously in the show notes so people can track you down but again man just a big thank you for taking the time to talk to us
1: Um, no hey mike I, i appreciate you i always have um, and I will continue to remind you of that because I feel it's important to me to be able to do that.
0: Well, thank you, man. And everyone else out there, if you want to connect with me, you can find me also on Instagram at gourmet goes keto. You can find me on Twitter at gourmet goes keto. You can email the show at the fat guy forum at gmail.com. Or if you're interested in talking to me about coaching, you can find that at the keto slash coach dash Mike. And Hey everybody, don't forget Go out there today and do something to amaze yourself because you are some pretty darn amazing people. And then come back and catch us on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum.